You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. We just got out of the lighthouse. Clearly, this is not John. I can't even see. There's a light right here. I can't even see where the GoPro is. There we go. There it is. Uh, this is clearly not John. Alec is back with us again. John and I are seeing this separately since um, he's off doing rehearsals for a play that he's directing. So, you know, we got Alec again. So it's good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Literally anytime. You'll be with us, I'm sure, again a few more times this so. year alone. So yes. I know for Star Wars that's happening because I bought your ticket. So sure. it's awesome. It's, it's going to be good. I have to go. Um, all right, this is spoiler free. Okay. We're going to figure out, I guess we're really not going to talk about like, there's only like a few big things that happen as far yeah. as like we won't talk about spoiler plot. stuff. So we're just going to avoid plot. Um, tell me about the cinematography as I fix the mic here a little bit. Um, cinematography was great. What was that word? Cinematography. Yeah. Because great was super important. Um, it, I think it served the film really well that it was shot on not only film but black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really supported the the vision that was trying to be put across. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know the premise of the film, it's it's these two guys on an island, manning a lighthouse, mm-hmm. and you're they're potentially going a little bit mad. That's what the synopsis says, something along those lines. I paraphrase a little bit on Wikipedia, but uh, or IMDb, but um, yeah, like the the entire cinematographer. Cinema, let me restart that sentence. The entire cinematographic process of recording everything and like yeah. deciding on black and white or color, or is it going to be in four by three or sixteen by nine format? Like this felt like. A film that could exist in 1935, 1940, mm-hmm. um, and be accepted other than the story. I don't think this story would have been widely like accepted. No, 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 no way no, no, back no. then. But as far as visuals go, yeah. this fits right in to that. Yeah. Like, it really felt like I can now say I went to the theater and watched the film in four by three. Yeah, I don't think that's ever happened before for me. I think every film I've yeah. gone to since I was a kid um, has been in sixteen by nine format, widescreen format. So. Uh, kind of exciting to do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think everything, it served the purpose of the story. Um, it, I think if it was in color, it wouldn't have worked as no. well. I like, think it would have been distracting. Yeah, there would have been pieces, there would have been elements that you that just wouldn't, I can't even, I can't say it because it might spoil something. Don't do that. Um, not going to do that. Uh, you might pick up on details that otherwise you should not pay attention to if it was in color. Mm-hmm. And it would detract from what the entire story could be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a piece of art. It's a piece of art. It's a piece of art that can yeah. be interpreted. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that on the spoiler filled. Spoiler filled. One. Go um, check that out. That just like me and you could both go to the Met in New York yeah. and see an exhibit. And I might come away with something different than you came away with. Exactly. And either it's right or wrong because yep. the artists have been dead for hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of years. years. Yeah. Um, the same thing. Uh, yeah. I think there were certain things that were clear. And that were put across, and there were certain things that were questioned that you have to sit with. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, I know. I know I'm gonna like this movie more than I do right now. I, I like it right now, mm-hmm. but I know I'm really gonna like this in like three or four days after I read a handful of articles and watch some 
um, YouTube videos on like or behind the scenes or interviews oh, yeah. with the director. Excited to see the making of. Yes. The extra features. Yes. Too. Yeah. Likewise. Um, another thing that we we talked about was sound design, and sound design played a crucial, crucial, crucial role yes. in this film. Um, I mean, just the amounts of sound, like. There's, I mean, there's, I don't think there's really, there's maybe one silent part in this mm -hmm. film. Um, and it's so eerie when it goes silent because you don't realize that there's been sound just droning on mm -hmm. for an hour at that point or an hour and a half at mm -hmm. that point. I don't know when this moment came. But um, yeah, sound was such a crucial role, uh, played such a crucial role in this film, um, which is why you should go see this in theaters, yes, in my 100%. opinion. Like, absolutely should see this. Uh, the... I don't know how to not spoil sound here. I think next to the um, dedication and intensity of the actors, like the commitment to their roles, mm -hmm. sound was, was the, the most bit. important yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it really played a part in the storytelling heavily. Yeah. Um, and not in the sense of like, oh, we're hearing whispers and you need to be able to hear what the whispers say or something. Right. Not in that sense. In the sense of just... The atmosphere of the world it really brings mm -hmm. you in, especially in a world it's that's immersive, so limited yeah. with black and white four three. Yeah. Like, it's so crucial, yeah. and it's also very interesting to see what would typically be viewed as an old piece of art mm -hmm. with that kind of quality sound, right. of audio, which right. I know you mentioned. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it really does immerse you in to the to the film, and it 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 provides almost like a backing track to the character, mm -hmm. right? Um, I mean, there's certain sound effects that each character makes, and it, without sound, yeah. it would just be kind of strange. But yeah. there's even noises. There's there's droning noises, or there's uh, high-intensity noises that happen at certain parts, um, and only from a certain character's perspective that you're like, what does this mean? Um, mm -hmm. It's very interesting. So sound... Uh, credits to them, man. Like yeah. they did an insane job, For and you sure. brought up in our spoiler filled that, I mean, this was shot on film. On I, I mean, I don't know how old the camera is, but it was like a Panaflex X12 something. Oh, shot no, this a 35 millimeter camera. It's gonna that be makes loud noise. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be loud. And w looking at the credits, there's a lot of ADR. There's a lot of um, re-recording uh, mixers and foley artists and things like that. There's a lot of work that went into the sound, obviously. Um, and so, because that camera's so noisy, I mean, I would venture to say that probably 90, 95% of this film is just completely, like, redubbed, whether that's ADR or um, Foley or whatever yeah. it is. Like, it definitely didn't, it's not that it didn't feel real, but it felt beyond oh, yeah. real, right? Like, it felt so hyper real that it's just, like, almost, the sound almost, I could say, was oppressive mm -hmm. in certain aspects of the film. Yeah. Um... But yeah, if with with like just seeing this on my TV wouldn't have had the no. same reaction at all to the film. So, mm -hmm. hey guys, sorry to interrupt, but this is me with my spoiler-free review. I just want to say to start first and foremost is this is actually a really rock-solid film. But I'm going to dive very quickly into rating and say that for the average viewer, a viewer whose experience of cinema is limited, it may be pretty challenging to watch. If you haven't watched The Seventh Seal by Igmar Bergman or Nosferatu or Metropolis or The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, if you haven't watched the films of Verhoeven before he came to America, in particular The Fourth Man, you will struggle with this film. It's pacing, 
the style of its acting, the cinematography, although beautiful, is challenging. I love the acting. I think Patterson is transformed in this film from beginning to end. The work he's doing as he descends into whatever experience he's having is extraordinarily interesting and raises my uh, faith in him as an actor and the detailed, subtle, and yet over-the-top performance by Will Willem Dafoe is breathtaking. And I could watch him do this work all day. It is a tremendous piece of non-sequential narrative filmmaking. And as a viewer, one needs to understand that the film is about image and idea and psychological horror and not about some narrative simple horror movie. Just watching the aspect ratio alone is a challenge for a contemporary viewer. And so what I want to say is, this is a great movie. It's beautiful to watch. The detail in the cinematography, the use of shadow, the uh, disturbing imagery interlinked between what are interesting scenes between two men as they develop a relationship in isolation is fascinating. On the other hand, there is a challenge to understand that all of those individual narrative elements do not connect together in a way that the audience might easily digest. This is a multi-watch film to understand completely. It's a film that I'm not going to recommend to perhaps students in a classroom until I know they have the language and vocabulary to understand it. But there's other films that are equally disturbing in their visual reference and have challenges about narrative filmmaking that I would recommend before this simply because of that distinction. So go have a good time. Watch it. It's great. I hope that I'm not in complete contradiction with the other guys and I'm going to throw it back to them. So again, my review is go see it if you know film. If you don't know film, maybe watch it at home on a big TV and be prepared for a challenge. It is a challenging film to watch. Thanks. And back to the boys. Uh, yeah, we can handle the acting. Um, I think Oscars, someone's going to be nominated. I think they both should be nominated and they should win together holding hands. You know, <laughs> uh, are they, well, uh, would they um, both be nominated as lead? Would anybody be supporting technically? Or are they both lead actors? Uh, I would say they're I think both they're lead, both right? technically leads. Yeah. Um, I think they were great. Uh, they, I, I don't know what kind of critical reception it, they'll get from something like the Oscars. I know they're being nominated for, especially Pattinson's being nominated mm. for a lot of smaller, yeah, uh, quote smaller, uh, smaller. Another, a, a lot of other festivals uh, yeah. and things. And I think it's deserved. I think that they, they did a really good job. They really I, did. I think this movie, just like um, John sometimes talks about, like the execution of different elements, I think it all really worked together. And I think one thing that really held it all together was the commitment yeah. of the acting. Yeah. Because if they didn't believe in it, you would see that. And there's, they're on board like a hundred percent. Um, and so I think that that's super important. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're in it the entire film, um, committing to every single thing. I mean, freaking, um, don't spoil. I'm not. Uh, something is happening to Willem Dafoe's character, and he is still monologuing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I couldn't. No, there's no way. Like, if that's yeah. happening to me, I'm just, I can't do it. Can't yeah. do it anymore. I'm gonna. It's very impressive. Yeah, it it really was. So, um, so yeah, I, the acting was top notch. Uh, which is, I mean, what I expected coming in, right. based on the trailer. I was just like, this looks insane uh and the acting looked incredible from yeah. that so and that's what i would say i would say it's a proper trailer for this movie mm -hmm. so if you're questioning whether or not you'd be interested in this movie yeah 
watch one. I think there's two trailers. There's two trailers. Watch yeah. one of them. You could watch both, both of them. them. Yeah. If it intrigues you, I would say go see it. Absolutely. Um, because I think it was an accurate representation of the, the tone you're going to get. Oh, um, but yes. Yeah, they didn't lie to you in the marketing. No. Um, they so, didn't tell you anything in the marketing either. Like, you're not getting anything spoiled, like, for you, really. Um, so, I mean, it's really just to, like you said, if you're intrigued by it, go see it. Yeah. That's it. Um, I uh, There's, I mean, we could go on and on about a million different things. I mean, we didn't even touch on direction or writing in the spoiler filled. I don't even feel like we can touch that in this no. or we've talked for too long. Other than saying, like, the direction insane like just so good and the writing i don't even know how you begin to write dialogue like that um so but, go, go yeah, see it go and see then it. watch the spoiler filled yes that's what you listen, should do listen to that's it. really what you should do um last thing give me your rating we kind of talked about this a little bit but give me your rating would you see it in theaters see it at home or avoid it at all costs uh definitely see it in theaters if you're interested just for the audio um, if you're going to see it at home, just really good sound system that you can blast. Or uh, one of my favorite things for horror movies is sound-canceling headphones. Um, it sounds silly, but I'll have my big TV up, but then I'll be listening on headphones just to <laughs> get that immersive world. Yeah. Um, I think it's super It's important. like surround sound. Yeah, I would say see it in theaters if you can. Yeah, 100% me too. Go see it in theaters for, I mean, I love the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're going to see, it's giant. I mean, you're watching it's on true. a 40-foot That's screen. True. So go see it. Um, and it's already cropped, so you want to see more picture in front of you. So go see it for the cinematography. Go see it for the sound design. You're going to miss out if you're watching this at home. On Like, don't watch it on your phone, please. Um, no. You go see it on, a, like, a big screen with some good headphones. Uh, but, yeah, I, I loved it. Um, excited to watch it again. Like I said, so I'm gonna, to I, there's going to be so much that comes to me in the next couple of days as I'm yeah. reading. Uh, so go see it. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for having Appreciate me. It. I'm as just gonna. Always. Oh, anytime. I'm just gonna credit you right here or something with yeah. Instagram or whatever. Um, last thing, please go uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Um, it would mean the world to us. Leave us a five star review if you want to hate on us in the comments. Uh, in the review itself, that's totally cool. But we would love that five stars. That way, it uh, kind of bumps us up on the iTunes ratings. That would be super helpful. Um, And other than that, you can connect with us at RackingFocusPodcast.com. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus Podcast.